0: Hey, listeners, thanks for tuning in to week two of All Things Boston with Joe Spano, also known as The Span Cycle, also known as The Wild Ride with Joe Spano, which is stupid, but I'm still saying it. Um, yeah, I appreciate everybody last week. Um, my last podcast actually got 18 plays, which is crazy because, you know, the first day had one, which was myself. So I just want to thank everyone that actually gave a shit, and wants to hear my ramblings of a madman, and um, I'm working on it, I'm trying to get better, I'm trying to format this, Um, you know, everyone's first podcast probably wasn't great, everyone's first week probably wasn't great, but I appreciate you guys um, listening and just hearing my crazy talk. And I'm not even going to touch on sports yet, but yeah, we are going to talk about Bruins. We are going to talk about the Red Sox. Uh, We may touch a little bit on poop sandwiches and what they are and why someone said that. Um, But I want to lead off on Game of Thrones last night. And spoiler alert, and go fuck yourself if you don't want to hear it. It's your fault that you think you have better things to do than watch Game of Thrones. Um... I didn't get to catch it, like, when it first came out, you know, at at 9 or whatever, but I did watch it around, like, 10 o'clock, 10.30, while scarfing down my Chinese food, and it was a fucking crazy episode. I can't believe Daenerys is now acting like she's gone crazy and just started murdering everyone. It was, like, the 9-11 episode of Game of Thrones. Like, if you... We're involved in 9-11. I can only imagine you had some sort of flashbacks watching that show and some sort of PTSD from that show. I mean, literally, all the buildings were crumbling. There was smoke everywhere. There was dead kids. There was, like, your favorite actors getting murdered. It was a freaking slaughter. Like, we... I I don't know what the hell this season is going on. I mean, we lost, like, the freaking Night King in, like, one episode... Now Jamie's fucking dead, Cersei's fucking dead, the hound's fucking dead. I mean everyone's dying and they're really just trying to fit everything, almost like a poop sandwich, into these episodes. I I two years to make this fucking series, last last um, season, and they are just trying to force it out, get it out there, make the friggin' Apple Store video game, and just be done with it. And it just feel rushed. I mean, I, I've always complained about Game of Thrones, like, taking their time on, um, on, like, a story, but this is just, like, fucking crazy. It's it's the cliff notes of a great show. I'm not mad either. Like, I guess get to the point, let's just start killing everybody, and let's see who the real winner is. But, damn, that last episode was insane. And now, I mean, I, I can only hope now Jon John Snow is going to, kill his queen because she's off the rails it's gonna be crazy you know they're gonna leave some fucking room for a movie they did it with the Sopranos Even and unfortunately you know Tony died um, the real Tony Soprano James Gandolfini where they couldn't make the movie but they're gonna do it as well so don't, don't expect everyone to have a bookend to it where you're gonna just like find out all these crazy riddles and what happened but Yeah, I I was pretty like, wow, holy shit, they just fucking destroyed a whole town, and it's going to be the Starks versus Daenerys, and that was an awesome, awesome episode, and I was glad to uh, enjoy it. Um, My girlfriend hates the show, so she just left me alone, and I just ate my general sows, and just freaking loved every minute, minute of that episode. I... And one thing I love, too, is that, I mean, I've been trying to eat healthy all week, but I was so glad to have just one cheat meal, and it was the fucking best. It was just, like, crab rangoons, general souse, fried rice. I'm so blessed to have a, an apartment that's, like, below, like, four restaurants, and there's a Chinese restaurant that's open to, like, one every night. They only take cash, which sucks, but when I do have cash, it's amazing to just walk downstairs, grab Chinese, head back up, and watch the show. Um, it was great and it was a good makeup for what happened the night before. And I, and I, I'm telling you this because I really don't know if I'm going to smoke marijuana or take any edibles ever again. I barely do smoke anyways now. Cause like just life is just too stressful and I can't just like smoke a joint and not get stressed out cause I think about stuff. But I ate a little piece of a gummy bear when I was done with work the other night And I thought I was gonna die. (laughs) I was in the third dimension. Luckily, I took an Uber back home to my house because I can't park on the street with the Red Sox games. It was crazy. I I don't even know how to describe this. Like I almost overdosed on marijuana. I would've been the first one to die. I had to tell myself to breathe. That's how bad not bad, but that's how high I got. I didn't realize what I was eating was a 300 milligram THC gummy. So I was like, here, like, I'll just eat half of it. And I ripped it off, which is really 75% of it. So I almost had 200 milligrams of THC. I almost died. My poor girlfriend, I kept her up all night. I was like seeing colors. I was... I'm not the same person after the other day. Like I'm not the same. I I woke up that day being like, holy shit, what happened last night? The worst part is you read it on the box and it's like it may hit you two hours later. No, like it hit me like instantly and it just got progressively worse. And I was in this marijuana hole down fucking Alice in Wonderland Lane and I had no fucking comprehension of everything. I thought about so much shit. I was into like deep freaking conversation. I kept telling myself, like, oh, you're going to be all right. Everything's going to be fine. You know, just just get through this. You're going to wake up. You're going to poop it out. I don't know. And I was, I thought I was going to die. I was like, remember to breathe. Remember to breathe. Like, luckily, like, I do practice a little meditation. So I tried, like, deep breaths, inward breaths, follow your breath out. Like, get your mind off this crazy thoughts that this devil gummy bear or whatever the fuck it was gave me, and I finally fell asleep, I don't know how I did it, but I fell asleep, I woke up, and I thought I had, like, drank in a whole bottle of vodka, my head was fucking warped, I woke up at one o'clock in the afternoon, my whole day off was shot, I mean, I I don't even know if I want to, like, smoke marijuana, I don't even know if I want to eat marijuana, I'm against I'm against legalization now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. But you cannot drive a car if you eat that thing. You cannot live if you eat that thing. That thing that I ate was literally meant for someone before they take their morphine and die. Like that, there's no other way someone should eat that. Like there's no like it shouldn't even be legal. Like there's going to be so many car accidents if people just pop in a fucking gummy bear and start driving. It is not smart. I couldn't even lay in bed. Never mind, drive a heavy machinery. So I think I'm swearing off marijuana for a little bit. Like, and I love that I'm in a, in a generation now where I can talk about it freely and not be persecuted or have the FBI knock on my door and be like, Hey, are you talk about marijuana. No, I can say it now. I'm in Massachusetts. It's legal. I literally can smoke a joint in my house and grow a bunch of plants and have no repercussions. I can get pulled over right now with weed on me and the cop would write me a, a, a citation. I don't even know if I have to pay it. Cause like, I, I, I don't even know. Maybe I can just use the, the, the ticket and roll my weed on it. But anyways, I'm not doing that either. I'm done with weed. Like, you know, when you drink like a type of alcohol and you just don't want, you don't want to drink it ever again. Like Bacardio for instance, like I'll never have Bacardio again. I had the worst experience, me and my buddy Justin, then we had doubles practice for football the next day in high school. I just—I've never had it again, and I never will. Anything Bacardi, Limon, no, not touching. It's the devil. I still have a headache from that day, and I don't touch it. So weed—I—I don't know. I think I'm done. I don't think I'm drinking weed anymore. Drinking weed. I don't think I'm smoking weed. I'm eating weed. I'm not doing any of this. Like I—the way I felt was insane. I—I I felt like Daenerys when she was riding that fucking dragon with no remorse in her eyes and just spraying people with flames I I had no chill zero fucking fucks and I don't ever want to feel like that again and shame on me for just like eating that on an empty stomach and almost dying of marijuana but it would have been cool at least like I would made it to Wikipedia and that's kind of one of my goals in life whether it be you know famous restaurateur, or had a podcast for a week and got 15 views on the last day, or died of marijuana, that's cool, whatever, like my, my nephew can, my nieces can tell, tell like their friends, like, yeah, well, uh, my uncle died of weed, the only one, and they would be kind of cool about that, they'll be, oh, wow, you're, you're Joe Spano's friggin' niece, and nephew? Man, like, we talk about him in poli-sci. Cause he's like a fucking legend around here. He died on marijuana. Yeah, I am so glad to be alive after that. And I was glad to like wake up and you know, my girlfriend was like, Are you alright? She was like talking to me and I was like getting deep with her and I kept her up all night, so I'm sorry, babe. But yeah, I woke up and I was like, oh my god. Ah, It was a dream. It wasn't a dream. It was a fucking bad decision that I made, and I'm never doing that again. I'm done. Unless I'm at, like, a friggin' uh, Dead & Company concert, and I get to stand around and listen to... Bow, 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 for friggin' four hours. I'm not doing a weed ever again. Weed, done. Finished. Finito. I'll smoke rarely. I'll smoke sometimes a little, little, little bit of weed but when I'm taking 200 milligrams that's a fucking recipe for disaster. That's again, I had to say breathe. Remember to breathe because if I don't, I'm going to (laughs) die. That was not a good feeling. So kids, stay in school. Don't do weed. Don't drink. Drink celery juice. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to drink celery juice I'm going to mix it with a little bit of lemon, and um, that'll be it. I I mean, that's my new hangover secret, by the way, just in case you didn't know. Get a juicer, because it's fucking awesome, and drink celery juice and lemon juice after a night out, and you will feel fantastic. I've also mixed a little bit of apple cider vinegar. It tastes like absolute fucking stinky socks, but... The, I don't know. I feel it's like healing effects. Like I had that yesterday after my weed hangover, and I was like, "Whoa, uh, I'm back. Cool. All right, let's go. Let's do this." Um, so, celery juice, lemon juice, or apple cider vinegar, ginger, and um, and lemon, and it's it's amazing. Like you're being lied to when you're like, "Oh, get a Gatorade, get a PD." Like, get all, no, drink fresh fruit juice. Like all the little chemical, all the little vitamins they go right to the source. All that shit you're drinking in a Powerade is filled with sugar, it's fucking artificial, and you're fucking up. Just buy fresh fruit, make a fruit juice, and do it that way. I mean, we do it all the time. I hate kale, but if I can make a kale juice, mix it with some apples and uh, celery and cucumbers and all that other shit, it's delicious, and you're full of vitamins, and you have enough energy to talk like I do for fucking 20 minutes on a podcast. So... A few people, my listeners, um, from, from last week, yeah, I am a dick for playing music in the gym. I get that. And I, it was a ballsy move on my end, but I know most masculine men don't do spin class. And I'm probably one of the only men that do it sometimes. But... You got to have, like, like I I have my headphones on, it, It just sucks. When you have, like, music playing around you, it's like, yeah, it's like I'm in a club. Like, I'm going. So, like, for a little bit, I was doing that, me and my girlfriend, and we were, like, looking like complete assholes. And no one ever said shit. But this lady, guys, I'm not, I'm not, I understand the way I made it sound like she had a point. But this lady was extremely rude about it. And, it need, it, it, and I'm sorry, and not, again, not to be rude again, but she needed to focus more on being in the gym, working on herself, than working around her surroundings. And that's someone who is obviously an overthinker, thinks about everyone else's thoughts, and I haven't seen her since. So I'm bringing my fucking speaker back down there, because there's no one ever there anyways, and I just wanted to lay that out. All right. And then my last um, last thing, and again, this is in the group chat with all the guys, and they go back and forth, and it's 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 sandals in public. And I used to be pro sandals. Jeans, sandals, you know, maybe my Abercrombie shirt, bring my hacky with me, maybe some double sticks, you know, maybe I'll bring that. Um, no, I don't fucking do that, actually. I, but I would wear, I do... I do find myself sometimes victim to wearing sandals out, but now I'm becoming like a little different to the whole sandal movement. And because now that I'm like an adult and I have money and I can like buy like proper footwear. I don't think sandals should not be should be worn outside of the beach. I'm sorry who I offend and I'll I understand it's great. Your feet get All the fucking wind they can get. You got really like if you have like a sweat condition, it's great because you can just kind of let your feet breathe. My feet sweat. I have to like buy new shoes like every three, four, or five months because I work my balls off in them, and then they're just like disgusting. And you know I do buy like the powder and all that stuff, but yeah, like I have really like sweaty feet. I it's like some people have it i knew a guy that had a sweaty head and i would always think he was like on molly but he really was just sweating a lot the poor bastard just sweat when he thought and i get it like you want to wear sandals and you want to like go out like you're cool but like i'm sorry there should be like some sort of um a zone of like proper places like to wear sandals and it's going to be around the coast it's going to be around anything water related but once you get back to like the mainland where there's like more public people and more things like that you got to make sure that one your your toes look good like you're getting your feet manicured your your uh your your toenails aren't longer than your fucking toes and also your um your your uh You've got like a nice pair of sandals. They're not smelly sandals, they're not floppy. they like, it is what it is. Like I'll give you guys the benefit of that doubt that it's okay to wear sandals in certain certain settings. Um, like you're doing laundry at the Like if you do go to a laundromat, I don't, but if you do like, yeah, wear, you wear sandals like you're fucking relaxed, like it is what it is. But don't wear sandals to a Red Sox game. Don't wear sandals where there's urinals next to you. Don't wear like, cause dude, people are gonna pee on your feet, all right? Not only that, people are gonna like, it, it's just gross. Like sandals, the word sand. You, you see sand in the front? They're meant for the sand. They're not meant for concrete. They're not concrete dills. Those are actually for boat shoes. If you want to wear the Socks Free shit, buy yourself some Toms. Buy yourself some boat shoes. Um, they got plenty of cool loafers. Um, but when you start wearing sandals in May, Pete Lloyd, I apologize. I know this is the thing you do in Nest. Those are very high end sandals that you own. But. It's not even moral day yet, and you're out in public. I just, I don't know, man, I, I, I'm i a little bit, now I used to be pro sandals, now I'm a little bit like, ah, uh, maybe this, this is the right place to wear them. Pete, i am I'm non-judgment, actually, it's non-judgment. I'm just saying this to my listeners, I wanna know their opinion on sandals. You know, my brother listens to the show, he lives in Florida, it's like Sandal Nation down there. So, I don't wanna offend anyone, this is my personal opinion on sandals. But it has been a big discussion in the group chat well not big but a few people have commented on it Um, and I just wanted to point out like I said I think sandals should be for the beach sandals should be for um, the sand Um, or like coastal cities like if you're in like maybe Newport or um, but not seaport (laughs) that's when it's suitable like if you just got back from the beach you're covered in sand and you want to just chillax which is one of my favorite words yeah, sandal attire is fine. But, dude, you got to, like, I'm wearing some Sperry's right now. I don't have any socks on. I, I regret that decision. I brought socks with me, but um, those are, like, the outside of your normal realm. I mean, I guess, like, an afternoon or just chilling on a Sunday and you're rocking sandals. I don't see anything bad in that. But, like I said, when you're out in public, when you're on the T, when you're, when you're near urinals people peeing, like, you the chances of you getting someone's urine sprayed on your foot are very, very, like, they increase a lot, and I, I just think it's, weird. I, I saw a guy who was, who was, wearing them the other day, and I was, like, praying for his feet and the, um, the pee spray, so, yeah, um, so that's gonna be, uh, the first, uh, first, first part of this, uh, day of, of, uh, all things Boston, um, we're gonna talk ruins, talk about the sizzling hot Red Sox, and poop sandwiches to end it. So um, stay tuned. We'll be back once I get my shit together and start formatting a, uh, a show. Thanks. What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to part two of All Things Boston Monday edition. Um, gonna be a quick one, but I wanted to go over like the amazing Red Sox right now. I want to go over the Bruins looking like they're gonna make it to the cup. And, um, yeah, this is like really, really cool things going on right now. Um, Red Sox are just um, absolutely coming back from that awful, awful awful start of the season I, I knew they had it in them I knew that the season was a huge disappointment if they didn't um, I definitely definitely am happy that they're clicking even with the weather still being shitty um, and it's not even Memorial Day yet and we seem to be back in the swing of things which is great I mean we're eight and two our last um, last games uh, eleven and seven record at home and then eleven and twelve away we are only a half game back to the Yankees and then um, three games back to the Rays. Really, really demoralizing series for the Rays where they lost uh, two to th- two out of three to the Yankees. Uh, Blake Snell had about, I think it was 12 strikeouts, but then the game just fell apart on Sunday and the Yankees ran away with it 7-1. to So it looks like the Devil Rays beginner's luck is starting to kind of wean off. The Yankees are playing with a half-assed team, but they're still playing great ball. Um, And they're neck and neck with us. And it looks like Red Sox should gain some more ground. Uh, we got a tough weekend ahead of us with the Houston Astros. But I'm excited to see how we're going to do this week when we take on the Colorado Rockies. Um, Colorado's having a pretty mediocre year. I'm not really seeing them doing that great this year. Um, Nate Er Er arrow. I can't even pronounce his name. It's awful. Um, He's an awesome player. I'm pumped for him to watch him play at Fenway. But um, they're not doing so well. They're below 500 at 19 and 21. They're 6 and 4 their last 10 games. Um, So Red Sox should be in great shape when they go up against them for those two games on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then we have a break on Thursday. And then we get back to... uh, Back to the Astros Friday, Saturday, Sunday For a really big series I love when Astro fans come into town They roll deep And um, they're just like They're, they're doing really well um, In terms of fan base I know last year it was their uh, Their World Series um, Crowd but it, it was all Astros fans and Fenway It was actually kind of embarrassing to be honest with you So I <laughs> I'm hoping that we can um, Hoping that we can get some W's and gain some more ground on the Rays and give the Yankees a AL East race that we've been uh, waiting for. So right now, um, the big talk is what's going to happen when Pedroia comes up. They're talking about how Padroia is going to get back in the lineup, but we don't know really yet what we're going to do with um, with Michael Chavis, with uh, with with JD in the outfield, with Rafael Devers. I mean, Rafael Devers right now has the best record, uh, best batting average in baseball. At 336, so I doubt he'll be getting taken out. His play is awful, but Michael Chavis is just as bad on the field um, as Devers. So no one really knows what they're going to do. I know they have Chavis at second right now, um, but once Pedro comes back in, someone's got to go. The big talk is of Jackie Bradley He's taking a seat. I'm all for it. He's batting 149. It's embarrassing. I mean, he had that one bright spot where he robbed a home run, but. I'm not confident with him in the batting order. I'd rather have some power like Chavis or um, Devers. You don't want to lose that. And then some people are talking about how well um, JD can just go to DH, move Chavis to left field, give him some uh, experience with that, which is a possibility. Uh, but for what it looks like, I guess um, JD does better when he plays the field for his bat. I don't know where that comes in handy. Maybe he just keeps loose. But... Um, He has a good record when he plays rather than DH, but he's going to have to eat some crow and get this kid in the lineup so he can get some hits. Um, Yeah, I mean, it looks like there's, you know, Xander's kind of down in his batting average. looks like he's going to need some, um, get some big hits, get back in, and Mookie's under 300. But for right now, man, I'm confident. I am so pumped for uh, the start. I think Velasquez Velasquez (laughs) played, uh, pitched a great game, pitched five innings. Um, solid baseball. We got um, Chris Sale. Looks like he's bouncing back. He had that one. Only gave up one run that last game against the um, the Orioles. You know, Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, he is definitely the young sung hero on the pitching staff from last year as well. He he's keeping us in the games. He's pitching great baseball. The ball is dancing the other night. Um, he is a pivotal role to this Red Sox rebound. And I just wanted to give him a shout out to. Um, Mention his name because he's just playing great ball right now. He's 4 and 2. Um, he's got a, you know, his ERA is a little high, but I, I, I really enjoy watching him play. I'm watching him pitch, and he's right behind Sale in strikeouts. Sale's got 56, and Re- Rodriguez with 46. So, hey, they are who we thought they were, finally. Um, as much as the weather's still shit here in Boston, I'm excited to see the Red Sox, and that's the bright spot of my day. To just have them back in the game and um, hanging. So it looks like Trump put out a tweet about um, maybe an hour ago, which is just so funny. But he wrote, has anyone noticed that all the Boston Red Sox have done is win since coming to the White House? Others also have done very well. The White House visit is becoming the opposite of being on the cover of Sports Illustrated. By the way, the Boston players were great. And, um, you know, everyone's just going to go crazy and bitch about it, but I think it's freaking hysterical. I, um, you know, the president is just a troll. He's, he's, he knows how to master it. He knows how to, um, he knows how to like really hang in there and uh, bust everyone's chops and just keep people talking about him. He's not do- he's, I, I'm telling you right now, he's not doing it because he's unstable. He's doing it because he's got people that tell him, keep doing this, people love hearing it. You're pissing off the right people and um yeah that's our president (laughs) who apparently is a good luck charm for for us so we got Chris Sale on the mound tonight against Kyle Freeland the first pitch is at 7-10 and yeah I like the Red Sox again tonight I think that we're gonna have our sixth straight win and again everyone's kind of shaking in their boots they just kind of unwoke the giant and the Red Sox are um coming back and giving us something to talk about which is huge because then you know there's with the Celtics losing and then the Bruins hanging with they are in the playoffs um, it's only going to be the Bruins and the Red Sox that we're going to talk about in the next couple weeks and I'm glad it's good things and I'm glad that it's um, I'm glad that we're talking about how they've turned it around and how they've um, really just stepped it up so really really good news and I'm looking forward to tonight I'll be watching that game and seeing how they're doing but let's talk about the Bruins and Sunday. Um, yeah, they, they've they been whooping Carolina's ass. They've demoralized them. Um, three different defensemen scored the other night, which is like unheard of. Those guys usually just get the puck back over to the centers to go, you know, drive it in for the goal. But they've actually got goals from them, which kind of shows that there's a little bit of Swiss cheese and a little bit of, um, you know, playoff jitters with Carolina. Um, the only thing that, you know is worth thinking about carolina is 5-0 and at the arena this at their home se- uh home arena this postseason and they outscored their opposition 22-7 to in front of their fans so we'll see how the red so um to red sox how the bruins play carolina let's remember though the bruins you know when we went away we did better than how we did at home to start those first two series so for me i i'm really excited for um this game three this could definitely be a stranglehold on the series um i'm not worried about that i mean those are great numbers for carolina but they're playing a team like the bruins that has that old old school mentality of that last stanley cup with the new young group of like um Coyle and you got pasternak and all those other guys that weren't part of that initial core but they're that new, like you know, complementary teammates that are keeping them in these playoffs and actually blowing teams out. Um, I mean, it's been a pretty physical game. Um, it's going back and forth. I really don't, um, really don't see the Bruins losing any more games. Um, I think that they're gonna put that away. I think that um, if they can just keep playing how they play, we're not gonna have a problem. Tuukka Rask seems like he's bored um, compared to the last series, um, but yeah, they can't let their foot off the pedal. Don't get too cocky, and um, and you know blow the game, and then next thing you know, we're we're down, we're tied up, and we go back to Carolina and we get our ass kicked. So yeah, I mean, everyone's talking about the uh, poop sandwich talk. So you had um, Williams yesterday, Justin Williams. Um, he's pretty much the leader of the team. He came out and said, uh, "You spend all this time leading up with everyone writing articles about how great we are. You come out, and sometimes you just got to eat a poop sandwich. It doesn't taste good. You have to chew on it for a couple of days. We'll have to go. We'll have to. Do, we'll have to do it for a couple of days, and hopefully get the taste out the next game. Yeah." Um, cool man like I've never heard a poop sandwich ever referenced um, after a game usually they say shit sandwich but obviously Justin Williams must be a dad doesn't want to swear and it kind of carried on it's it's funny um Williams is definitely the veteran of the team he uh had an issue with Marshan last game he's the captain and um you know he is pissed and I think using the poop sandwich thing is funny I think we all have had some poop sandwiches in our life. In uh, you know, I just thought that was a funny take on on the end of the game. Because you know the media, they're gonna be all over it. So, Marshan's in his head, <coughs> and there's gonna be uh, I'm sure there'll be some poop emojis going on after this game. <coughs> Sorry, I had a battle in a cold. So yeah, I mean, right now, Boston Sports, the tide is back, we're looking good. Um, I'm excited for what's going on. Um, It seems like with the Patriots, Belichick's going to take over the defensive calls, that's like his sweet spot. I think he's going to stick with it, Um, I think he has control issues. (coughs) I think the only reason why Brian Flores took the defensive coordinator thing is because he's that good. Um, but with I don't, I don't see Belichick being around for that long. This might be his last um, first or second. I don't know. I don't I don't see Belichick going far, going like another ten years. So maybe he's like, hey, I started out doing defense. I want to end doing defense. Let's let's get together the best team, and um, and let's do it. I mean, after uh, Greg Schiano kind of blew off the uh, Patriots like last minute, they were going to give him his money. Greg actually even hired his own crew. He bailed on him. So uh, we'll see where that goes with that. Um, I'm not at all worried with Belichick calling that. Um, I don't see any difference with that. But um, looks like we signed uh, Ben Watson. (coughs) Who is our old, uh, old tight end. So it's good to have him back. And um, yeah, you got assistant coach Steve Belichick uh, back in there. You got Josh McDaniels, um, Gerard Mayo um, making the making the Patriots uh, assistant coach list. Dante Sarnecia, who's the best coach we have on that team besides Belichick. I would say he's more important than um, Josh McDaniels, and you can you can kind of battle me on that, but i I know I'm right. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of quiet news. Um, it's good to hear news that doesn't involve uh, craft, but that's all I really got um, for this Monday. And i um, excited for tonight's Red Sox game and to keep the streak going. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow to talk more sports.